0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. One of the big stories that we've talked about that uh, I'm sure is going to continue to grow here is uh, the the Ford government's relationship, of course, with the developers who benefit uh, from their flip-flop on uh, entering into the green belt. Uh, And he said, but, you know, as as the premier has responded to questions uh, from opposition parties and from the, the, the press corps, at Queen's Park. Uh, he's basically framing his his justification for this by saying, look at all these immigrants are coming in here, and, and that's good. We need them for the economy, but we got to build houses for them, and, and it's got to be in the green belt. That's just, that's his rationale. Well, our, our good friends at the Narwhal have done some fact-checking on that, and the uh, story doesn't really hold water. Uh, Fatima Sayed is a journalist with the Narwhal, joining us here on the Bill Kelly Show to talk with us. Fatima, thank you so much for the time. Good to have you with us again.
1: Good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me again.
0: You've, you've done something that I really don't think that, uh, that Minister Kalander or the Premier really wanted you to do. You started check, fact-checking some of these assertions that they've been making here, and uh, there's there's not a whole lot of substance to them, is there?
1: Listen, it's it's just a very complicated issue, Bill. Um, you know, I think it's it's often we hear comments from politicians um, where you know reporters will ask them like, "Why are you doing this? Um, why are you doing it this way?" and and they give a rationale. And the one that we've heard time and time again since uh, you know the government released Bill twenty three, which is their housing plan, and and the subsequent opening of the green belt, is that well, we're we're going to see a lot more people moving to Ontario. Um, which is fair and that is factual. Um, And where are we gonna put them? We're gonna put them in the greenbelt. And that's where things get a little uh, complex and complicated um, because it leaves out a lot of information. Um, To start, you know, the Ford government has actively asked the federal government for more immigrants there's a huge labor shortage in this province that they want to fill and and the easiest way to do that of course is to bring more newcomers to the province to fill those jobs um they're not telling the public that that they are actively you know asking the federal government for more people to move here so for them to, you know, point fingers at the federal government first of all solely as a reason for for these plans is is not entirely true. The second issue, which you and I have talked about before, and I know you and my colleague Emma McIntosh have also talked about before, is that the housing crisis isn't because of population growth necessarily it's because we have failed time and again to actually build a supply that can handle the demand that we're seeing in Ontario and across this country quite frankly and that is to do with things like uh, labor shortages that is to do with things like zoning practices and and just where we're building and what we're building and those are things the government's not really talking about.
0: Well, and you did some number crunching here, which I find interesting. Uh, and, and, and again, I think it kind of blows holes in this argument that, yeah, they're all going to fly into Pearson Airport when they come to Canada, and they're all going to want houses within a 45-minute drive of, of the GTA. Uh, mathematically and financially, uh, most of the people who are going to come here, uh, hopefully they're, they're going to find you know all the, the joy that they want here, and they raise their families and get good jobs and contribute. We not that. Uh, but they don't come with a whole lot of money, do they?
1: yeah and and look, but I don't want to generalize like for sure, there are immigrant families that move here that are in a position to buy houses that does happen, but the number of studies that I've read and the number of academics and lawyers that I've spoken to um, suggest that you know cost of living, even for an immigrant family that you know if you have this perception that they're really rich and they're moving to Canada and bringing all their wealth here, the cost of living is still insanely high, and immigration isn't a cheap process. Um, it costs between 15000 to 30000 per person, and sometimes more depending on where you're coming from and and, and where you're landing and so forth. Um, and, and when you factor in the idea of uh, cost of living here, you know, a house, an average price of a house in Ontario right now is about $800,000. Eight hundred thousand um, dollars, and that's the minimum, right? We we've seen houses for much more. Um, it just doesn't add up. Uh, you know, there are studies that say that immigrants, at least for the first few years that they when they move here, they rent, they don't buy immediately. So uh, the question that I keep coming down to is, who's actually going to buy these houses that the Ford government is? building. Um, They say that it's immigrants. The studies and the numbers don't really match that argument. So we're still back to who are these houses for and do they have to be in the greenbelt?
0: Well, and as you mentioned in the piece of the narwhal, and I, I, I take it, and I, I'm glad that you know we don't generalize. We don't say, "Hey, all immigrants are like this." You're right. There's some very wealthy people. There are some people that that may, may not have that much money. And by the way, I, I want to also make a distinction. Uh, these are not refugees we're talking about. These are immigrants who go through the process and have to pay these fees, uh, which includes uh, legal fees, etc., to come over here. But they usually don't have 800 grand to put down on a house. And and anybody who's driven through any of those little communities, and they're all wonderful places up where. Uh, he wants to make these incursions into the greenbelt. They're not building things like high rises. I mean, those are usually pretty expensive houses. I guess every house in Ontario is pretty expensive these days. It just doesn't seem to to fit that this is building built for these. And as you also mentioned in the piece, and it's worth repeating this, because you've talked about this before, it was the reporting on the Narwhal, I think that brought this to light for us, is that that the government's own committee about housing said, you don't need to go into the greenbelt. We got more than enough land here uh, without doing that. And they seem to ignore that.
1: And, and, and that's the thing, right? It's easy to blame rapid intense population growth and immigration for the lack of affordable housing, but it's a real huge systems problem that we're dealing with. And we're not addressing the core issues. Um, you have to look at the history of how we get here to understand what solutions are needed. Um, you know, during the pandemic, which is when housing prices most recently started spiking, there was no immigration, Everything was frozen. If you remember, the airports were closed. No one was coming in. That wasn't happening. So we can't really blame newcomers or immigrants for, for that. And, you know, there have been countless stories recently in covered by um, the Toronto Star and CBC that show that even those immigrants that move here and buy houses, they're now struggling with you know, uh, lower mortgages and lower values of houses. In some cases they've bought pre-construction homes that aren't being delivered because of the supply chain issues that you and I have talked about. So it's, you can't, you know, if we're going to point fingers, let's point fingers at the right thing, right? And, and this is a very complicated, complex, bureaucratic problem. And, and that problem is not being addressed by the plans that we're hearing from, uh, hearing the government deliver right now
0: and you touched on the piece and I, we had somebody from the uh, the home builders association on the program last week uh, that suggested look at uh, good luck getting these houses built i mean you know the numbers that they're throwing out at us here are are, are big numbers uh, the, the number of new starts the number of houses and uh, basically the message we got from the home builders is we can't build those fast enough we just don't have the trades uh they're not here yet and it's going to take a lot longer than the government seems to want to admit so, as you mentioned, very complex, and uh, we, uh, we rely on the narwhal another uh, great reporting, uh, to make sure that you guys uh, hold their feet to the fire about all these policies. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on the program, Fatima. Thank you so much for this.
1: Always a good time, Bill. Thanks so much.
0: Take care. Fatima Syed, uh, journalist with the Narwhal, who's done some great uh, research on this and the Greenbelt stories and uh, so many other things that are going to have an impact. Let's face it, not just on provincial budgets, but uh, on where we live and uh, how we grow and the impact that's going to have going forward. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.